0: Hello internet peeps and welcome to another edition of Big Trouble and Little Podcast. I'm Joe Dubs. I'm Andy. I'm Zach. And we are here for episode 85 of Indiana Jones and the Last Crusader. Crusade, whatever. Yes, Crusade. <laughs> Not
1: Crusader. I mean, technically the Last Crusader is also in the movie, but...
0: But uh, we'll get into that a little down the road here in the podcast. Before we do that what the hell we've we been playing or watching I'll start off with Zach because usually it's just like wrestling and the movie and whatever game he played.
2: <clears throat> yeah uh wrestling <laughs> uh the movie and I've played yeah I've been playing Death Stranding and I've been playing some Sega Saturn games lately I played Sega Rally Championship and Die Hard Arcade
0: Wait, wait, Die Hard, like the trilogy thing?
2: No, Die Hard Arcade. No, the good one. Um, yeah, the good one. It's actually uh, called Dynamite Cop in Japan. And then when they brought it over here, they released it as like a, a arcade game. I'm not sure if it was one in Japan or not, but they decided, well, let's get the Die Hard license for this. It's kind of like Die Hard. So they, they slapped Die Hard on it. <laughs> <laughs> and kind of made the main character look a little bit more like John McClane, somewhat. Somewhat. It's you. just like a, it's a wacky beat up game. It's just fucking crazy. It actually plays a little bit like, I think it's based off the Virtua Fighter Engine or something, the way the combos are and stuff. It's fun as hell. We, uh, I, I play the arcade one. We played it at MacFest, I remember. Mm-hmm. They got a diehard arcade machine at the the barcade here in Huntington, too.
0: Oh. I, I gotta play it because the only Die Hard game I played is the bad one with the trilogy. <laughs> well, you
2: need a Saturn, and then you need a hundred dollars to pay for that game.
0: Oh God! <laughs> uh, but do you remember the trilogy? It was like you were like a third person shooter where you just go from level to level. It was like that. It was like a dungeon crawler for like <laughs> Die Hard, and then the set, I think oh, what's up.
2: I think there was, like, three different games, right? Like, it's... They're all, like, one's first-person, one's, like, a driving game. I think that's, like, the third. Mm -hmm. And then, yeah, one of them's, like, first-person, I think. It's kind of, like, Virtua Copper or something.
0: Yeah, and then, um... The the, the one, the third movie is kind of, like, Crazy Taxi with just bombs and shit instead of picking up, like, (laughs) fucking people. (laughs) Um... Oh man, but uh, anything else or is that it?
2: No, nah, that's pretty much it.
0: Kind of quick a quick thing on Dutch Stranding. How are you liking it so far? Um, I like it so far. Uh
2: really the only the only complaint I guess I have is when they started ratcheting up BT activity a lot more, it got kind of annoying until like I could get a motorcycle. And then it was like, I don't know, you said the motorcycle was hard to use, but I, I didn't find it all that hard to use except for in a couple spots.
0: Oh, the bike's awesome. I, I yeah. fucking live and, live and die by the bike,
2: man. That bike fucking saves so much
0: goddamn time. It does, but there are times where, you know, there's rocks in the way. There's Sometimes there's rocks that you don't even see, just how the terrain, terrain is, and you just, like, bump into it, and it just, it's fucking annoying, especially when you're uh, – Trying to get out of dodge when BTS are behind you. Have
1: so they yeah, caught you while you're on the back of a bike?
0: Yeah, like three yeah, times.
1: I, I really, oh, I, I had it happen once, and I was like, "Oh my god, no! Why is this happening?" Mm-hmm. Like, I really like the animation, and it's like he really lays into the bike. And I thought I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna escape," and then right at the last second, it's like, "No, nah, fuck you! You're gonna fight this boss thing.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're gonna fight a whale. You could actually run away from the the boss thing uh, that they put." You through, just oh really? It. I didn't
1: even like it. Didn't even <laughs> cross my mind to
0: do yeah, that. I yeah, yeah.
1: High to, ground and fought it.
2: Yeah, all you have to do is pretty much <laughs> just run away and get just keep running far away from it as you can. Eventually, you just get out of bounds of the BT activity and you're free. Mm-hmm.
1: Huh. Every time I learn something new about BTS, they're drastically less scary. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah.
0: That's... But uh,
1: are you guys in servers or you know collections of players or whatever it's called where people are paving the roads?
0: Yeah, I think that's the one of the most interesting things about the game where you literally what he's been saying for years about the game is you guys are connecting and you guys are rebuilding uh, America and the world and it's really cool. I'll say that.
2: I think on my server I'm like one of the only ones actually putting
0: in a lot of resources and they're
2: fixing the roads.
1: I uh, I I'm I'm lucky in that a lot of people are doing like Usually in games where it does shit like that, I, I if I don't turn it off, I think the whole time about it. I w- haven't thought about it once while playing Death Stranding. I really like the interactions with other players. Stuff people do seems to be actually helping me. And every once in a while, you're like, The only thing that, that is dumb is every once in a while there's a sign in a dumb place, but that doesn't hurt me. That doesn't hinder my gameplay experience. It's just a sign that has an arrow on it. And I don't care. Uh, I, uh, I personally have finished off three segments of road and holy shit you get so many likes when you finish a segment of it because every time someone uses it you automatically get a like from that person plus you get a bunch of automatic like npc likes from bridges members so i've got like my bridges link is like fucking 69 or something and i'm on chapter three and i don't know if it's supposed to be that high yet (laughs) Uh, but it's awesome when you put in that road you can just zip 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 right from like uh, Lake Knot City to distribution center south of Lake Knot City and a couple other things like super quick and I uh, I cleaned out the the mule areas, took all our resources, all their stuff, everything returned everything to all the players and uh, cashed in all the elements to like build more roads and upgrade watchtowers upgrade all this other stuff, build a bunch of sweet bikes and stuff like that but I, uh, I probably could have been done with chapter 3 a long time ago but I got real bogged down and like you know, fucking around with mules, because they're hilarious, and they're idiots, and I love them.
0: <laughs> yeah, mules are cool. I was telling uh, you guys on face, Facebook, obviously, I'm just telling, talking to the fans, our listeners, that uh, the game is not clicking with me. It's clicking with me on story level and the uniqueness of the connecting, kind of like a Dark Souls feel to it when you're helping each other out uh, kind of thing. The whole BTS and mules and how they put boss fights here and there—just it—it's—I I don't know how to explain it. Yet. It's just—it doesn't feel like a game to me. It just... It's
1: weird because the stuff that you don't like is all the stuff that doesn't make it a walking simulator, which is what all the critics have been saying against it. Oh, you just walk around. Oh, I don't like that. Mm-hmm. But apparently, you're
0: saying. You don't want to encounter stuff while you're walking around. Right? I want... I'm, I'm going to sound like an asshole because I'm tired of these like open world games and stuff. Uh, especially especially an open world game that is mostly empty. And I get it that you're trying to reconnect the world so that it's not empty and you're in like a, a post-apocalyptic setting and all that stuff. <laughs> but like, you have two types of enemies. And then you have the... I don't want to say anything without spoiling it um, we have other key characters that are story driven that puts you in si- certain situations where you're battling each other but like the two enemies are pretty much mules uh and the Bts and the Bts become more annoying the mules. mules are fun to mess with because once you start upgrading your character, you could be like, haha, I got your shit and I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna fucking get out of here. Oh, yeah once you get the
1: bullet gun it's like well i don't even care about mules anymore like th- th- right before we started recording i came across mules and like normally i'd have been like oh this is gonna be real time consuming but i just like ran in let them ping me and I said okay come come here come to where i'm at and then i'm just like knocked them all down <laughs> mm-hmm. kicked them all stole one of their trucks and, and finished what i was doing real quick so we could record <laughs>
0: I, I guess what I'm trying to say is that I don't want another Metal Gear because I think Metal Gear has been overplayed. And yeah, so- but
1: I mean, in Metal Gear you can shoot a guy, and this you can't shoot a guy. I that that's I, I don't know. That that's my biggest takeaway from Death Stranding and what makes it different from other games. I love the fact that uh, murder is like extremely counterintuitive because it'll cause a void out and all this other stuff.
0: Mm-hmm. I don't
1: know. I, I I've been I've been really digging that. And I'm aware that later in the game you get like a straight up like assault rifle or something the reason i know that is because you can get those holograms and some of them are soldiers with guns Mm -hmm. and i kind of like don't want that i kind of like the gameplay the way it is yeah
0: i mean i wasn't saying i don't want it to be metal gear where i shoot people but with metal gear games they had this like linear feeling to it like certain games had like a big opening obviously Metal Gear Solid V was more open world than anything but like remember the third one it seemed like it was a big world but it was still linear you still had to go through certain doors to get to go advance the story I guess what I'm trying to say is I wish it was more like that uh instead of just me exploring this world but that's pretty much the game is exploring this world so it's not my cup of tea so far is what I'm trying to say
1: I think there's lots of stuff to do. Like the game is empty, but I mean, every t- what's the thing called an ore deck or whatever. Every time you you ping it, I swear there's there's uh, there's chiral crystals to pick up. There's lost cargo. There's metals, ceramics. There's someone's abandoned motorcycle. There's uh, other porters to yell at. There's uh, watchtower. I I I feel like especially after you put something on the chiral network uh there's almost too much to do because i try to get from point a to point b and get distracted 36 times
0: mm-hmm. it, it's it's a very pol- polarizing game and all the people that are saying it's a walking simulator yeah, that you're doing walking but there's a lot of stuff to do rather than walking
1: God damn it, I just surfed a hoverboard down the side of a mountain. That
2: ain't walking, bitch. (laughs) People who say it's a walking simulator either don't know what a walking simulator actually is, or it's just a stupid, bullshit, disingenuous way to try to criticize a game.
1: It seems really dismissive. It seems like you could not play the game and have that criticism of it, right? Like, that's kind of what I've been getting out of that.
2: Yeah, because... The original definition of a walking simulator is one of those games where you walk around in first person and you really don't do anything. Yeah, you just observe the remnants of a story. Or you, listen to, you listen to diaries or journals or some shit or you find notes. That's yeah, you, all you do.
1: You can tell an interesting story that way, but Death Stranding is not that, clearly. Oh no, hell no. No. <laughs>
0: All right. Uh, let's move on from Death Training. Uh, we might, you know, here and there talk about it, but our big—we're gonna have one big podcast talking about it after all three of us have done playing it. Whenever that day will be.
2: <laughs> yeah, you seem to be way further ahead than us. Yeah, we're both. I think. Still neck and neck. No, you pulled ahead of me. I'm pretty sure now. Oh, I, I didn't. I didn't play it at all last night uh well i i didn't do much i i got like two two things
1: ahead of you i think that's it
0: hmm andy what, what do you what else you've been watching or playing uh there's a new netflix um
1: developed movie it was in theaters briefly but we never got it around here but i finally got to see it uh dolomite is my name it's about rudy ray moore the guy who played dolomite and and some other like larger than life um Black exploitation characters. Mm-hmm. The movie's hilarious. It's great. If you've got Netflix, watch it. It's got a bunch of the best black comedic actors in it. Uh, the story is super interesting because I mean, the, the guy was actually actually I like that he was like a, a musician and an actor and all this other stuff, and he decided to make his own damn movie, and it was uh, Dolomite, and Dolomite's awesome. So, yeah, I recommend it. Uh, I, I watched Psycho. Not much to say about that. Psycho's great. Mm-hmm. Um, then I watched I watched The Shining one night, you know, rewatched The Shining. And then the next day I went to go see Dr. Sleep, the, the too late sequel to it. <laughs> um, it's also based on a Stephen King book, but the book is like a departure in tone from The Shining. And the movie kind of holds true to that. It is, I mean, it's a sequel to The Shining. It's about Danny Torrance when he's grown up. He's played by Ian McGregor, who is great in this movie. And the plot is, it has to do with The Shining. It feels like a completely different movie that like had a Shining uh, coat of paint or something. Like it it collides with The Shining. Oh, you got my, you got your X-Men story and my Shining story or something is what it feels like. Because there's a lot of like unique and interesting stuff going on. Um, I'm not going to say it's a masterpiece or anything, but I was entertained thoroughly throughout. The movie's like two and a half hours, and I was worried like I was going to become Dr. Sleep in the middle of it, meaning I was going to go to sleep because I was tired and I was afraid it would be boring. But it's really good. Uh, if you love The Shining, you should see it. It's good.
0: Yeah, I, I find it interesting because uh, I know Stephen King had a hand in, in Dr. Sleep, the the movie. Like He put his input into it and if i remember correctly he was not fond of kubrick's uh shining but he they used kubrick's stuff in dr sleep (laughs) yes
1: i i don't know i I would like to hear the dynamics of like how they decided what they were going to do about that someone i know read the book and i was going to ask them about you know the movie's how the movie is close to it, but I haven't got to talk to them about it yet, but apparently they didn't like the book. So I don't know what's going to happen with that, but uh, it, it, I mean, it's really interesting. It does a lot of new things. Don't just expect the shining part two. It's more like another movie and the shining too.
0: <laughs> nice. Uh Me on the other hand, I not a lot of movie watching more of uh death stranding as you guys heard before. I'm a little more ahead than Zach and Andy. Uh but we already talked about that. So I rewatched Terminator to get the bad taste of uh, dark fate out of my mouth, <laughs> and then I because I got Disney Plus for free. If you have Verizon, the uh unlimited plan, you get a year free of Disney Plus. That's a free sponsorship. Disney, G- give us a sponsorship. Anyway, um, I watched a nineties X Men cartoon, and yes, it is out of order. <laughs> so i just been you know leaving it on and listening. like
1: how drastically out of order is it i was confused like is it like two episodes are reversed and only uber nerds even notice or is it like they're fighting uh mr sinister and in the next episode
0: apocalypse is the
1: main bad guy or something <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: um they do like Four in a row, I remember it, like, being good. And then all of a sudden, like, it jumps, like, <laughs> fucking ten episodes ahead. Shit. Yeah, so. Oh, that
2: is pretty bad. And then there's all that hoopla about Simpsons aspect ratio or some shit. That, see, now, I would rather
0: talk about that. Like, the X-Men
1: cartoon, uh, sure, I mean, out of order, that sucks. But, like, the way it's cropped, it's, like, cutting out jokes, I guess.
2: <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh my God.
1: They said they're going to fix it. I guess I I don't. I don't know. Uh,
0: It's it. Again, I got it for free, so it doesn't really uh, matter to me. I mean, you don't have to
1: apologize for having Disney Plus. I. It sounds really good. Just because The Simpsons, The X Men are messed up, doesn't mean you can't watch The Mandalorian and whatever. Lady and the (laughs) Tramp.
0: No, no. What I was gonna say is, it's funny because they have uh, very uh, racy cartoons, or you know, kind of. Uh, political things in their movies and they had to put like little warnings. In they front. have a
1: warning in the description. I read that. I was actually uh, really happy that they don't like shy away from putting that stuff in there. They just say, look, uh, it was a different time. If you're really sensitive, don't watch this. You snowflakes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, I mean, that's cool. Cause uh, one of the best things about streaming services is that they can act as like um, history. You can see a bunch of stuff that's really hard to find otherwise
0: yeah i'm I, I, I'm glad
1: that they're embracing that side of it uh
0: i'm pretty surprised that they're they left it on there because disney has been like in the forefront of uh you know cancel uh stuff you know canceling people and doing all that political stuff but i'm actually pretty surprised i mean hey they like money so i guess mm-hmm. slap that warning is, sign
2: is, is song of the south on there
0: no steamboat
2: willies on uh, there i think What's bad about Steamboat Willie?
0: Um I've never seen it. I don't I don't actually know. It's like Mickey Mouse with blackface, I think.
1: Mickey Mouse what? That isn't Mickey oh, uh,
0: What?
2: I don't know. I don't...
1: <laughs> <laughs> what did you just say?
2: You <laughs> said Mickey Mouse had blackface, but I'm like yeah, I'm like you. What?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Aww. I'm not fucking looking this up. Whatever. Maybe there
2: was a visual gag in Steamboat Willie that might be kind of insensitive. The I don't, recall, I I don't recall.
1: recall such a thing. I thought I had seen Steamboat Willie before, but who knows? Maybe
2: I saw like some
1: modern day neutered version or something.
2: They had Steamboat Willie in Kingdom
0: Hearts. I mean,
1: yeah, I played that game. I've done seen it all. <laughs>
0: uh, yeah, but that's all I've been watching. Uh, Disney Plus and. <laughs> I've been hearing rumblings about the Mandalorian and some fucking baby Yoda bullshit, but I haven't watched it yet. So, we'll see what happens with that. Maybe I'll watch it during the weekend. But I think it's time to talk a little Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. So, uh I want to say it right off the bat. I cuz I know you guys said like majority of the people love it. And I kind of have to go with the majority. I I know I'm putting like my, you know, recommendation a little bit, but I had a fun time watching this movie. Everyone, it's a really fun
1: movie. Great. Yeah.
0: Who, it's, I keep in mind, I never saw this movie. So, yeah, I forgot. Oh,
1: right, right, right.
0: Yeah, so like (laughs) Sean Connery. <laughs> I've seen him in movies where he's a badass for you know, with the rock and you know James Bond. and then I come yeah. I come to this and he's all like clumsy and shit. <laughs> and he's calling fucking Indiana Jones like junior to like junior. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, man, is Indiana Jones Scottish or Oh, he's American. Pay attention. <laughs> <laughs> His father could be from Scotland. Yeah, that'd be fine. He did a pretty good as you know Scottish accent when he or was he doing French? I had no. No, he's
2: doing Scottish. He's like, if I if you're a Scottish lord, then I'm Mickey Mouse. And then he like <laughs> backhands him. <laughs> it must not have been very convincing to that German guy. No.
0: Hmm. What'd you guys think of the beginning scene of scene like small indie? And, like, I really
2: like that scene. I would. Re- I'll go ahead.
0: I, I said I, I like it more than the Temple of Doom. Even though Temple of Doom had that cool dance number, like seeing Indiana Jones as a Boy Scout like fighting adults for the uh uh that cross I forgot what it was called or something. The cross of Coronado. Yeah. yeah. Uh it's cool, but it's not as cool
1: as the opening of Temple of Doom. I'm sorry. It's just it's way it, Temple of Doom's way cooler. He's he's such a cool guy in that one. Mm -hmm. in this one it's like it seems too um i don't know how to put it it seems too much like oh muppet babies that's how they all got their traits it's like oh he gets his aversion to snakes he uses a whip for the first time uh, he does a bunch of other stuff and it's all it's all supposed to be like oh that's how that happened it all happens in like 15 minutes
2: he gets the cut under his his Lower yeah, he, lip there uh, on his chin. On his chin, yeah. I will say he did a really great, like Riverface did a really great Harrison Ford impression when he when Harrison Ford sometimes does that that yell when he's like, yeah,
1: when he's in the snakes. I was like, oh! <laughs>
2: does that. I was like that was dead on. I was like, holy shit.
0: Um, but wouldn't you be fucking afraid of snake if you see that like big ass snake pop out of the water, <laughs> the, the big one? I'm not talking about the the box full of snakes, the one that was in the water.
2: I guess, but it seemed like he was more terrified of being covered in snakes.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I don't understand. I I guess that experience scarred him, and now he's afraid of snakes, even though they they established at the beginning he's like, uh, oh, what are they doing? What are they doing? And the guy, the the fat kid, gets scared, and
2: he's like, oh, it's just a snake, you idiot. (laughs) It's just one little snake, though. Then he was in a box full of snakes. Yeah. So, I don't know, it's like, I'm not afraid of spiders, but then somebody drops you in a box full of spiders.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I don't know. I enjoyed it. Um, maybe I'm in the minority of that, but uh...
2: no, I really like that opening scene too. But I don't no, know. It's nothing, great. Yeah. Nothing beats the Raiders scene though, and that Raiders opening.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, did John Williams do the music for this one too? Oh
2: yeah, yeah. this
1: one's got the best soundtrack. I think. I I, I think it's pretty indisputable. I mean, I love the
0: soundtrack to this mm mm-hmm. And, uh... You said these movies were out of order, or correct?
1: Well, yeah. sort of. Uh, chronologically, mm-hmm. it would go uh, Temple of Doom, then Raiders, then Last Crusade. Oh, okay.
0: Mm-hmm. Kind of makes sense.
1: Well, the beginning of Last Crusade would come first, and then the <laughs> rest of it would come last. I, whatever.
0: Um... <sighs> What do you think about him being, like, a professor and stuff? Does that seem out of place to you guys, or do you think that's perfect since he's, like, an archaeologist and he's, you know, big on no, history? That's, that's perfect. That makes that makes absolute sense. I mean, of course he is, right? That's a big
2: part of his character. That's, like, his whole, you know, uh, oh, what am I going to say? Like, I lost it just now. <laughs> god damn it uh what i was trying to say is like that that kind of backs up him being kind of you know practical and intellectual about his archaeology stuff you know like usually he's he's pretty cautious about folklore and legends and all that but then it all something always happens in all these movies where it's like "Oh, it turns out to be true
1: yeah <laughs> i really like that they they set up stuff that ends up not being the case I, but uh there's something I never really thought that much about, and it's kind of coming to me now. Like, he says, oh, X never, ever marks the spot. And the later in the movie, of course, it does. But he also says something in that scene. He says, um, oh, 70% of archaeology is done in a library. And it occur- occurs to me that they are in a library when they're doing all that stupid actual archaeology, like the adventuring archaeology. And he's
2: talking about doing research, but it, it's still fun. I, I, it's an interesting turn of phrase. In that same scene, he also says, just when you th- – figure you just when you think you got everything figured out that's when the ground comes out from underneath underneath you yeah it happens later too (laughs) no he says that to donovan yeah oh yeah that that, that's shortly after that scene
0: yeah oh and uh the beginning scene where he's a kid and then obviously he gets goes home what was the thing with him and his father his father just never talked to him What, what was that about um
2: I think like there's that one scene after they get out of the uh, castle and they kind of have a little exchange. It's like, oh, you know, mom, they implied, oh, his mom died from some kind of illness. And I guess it was like they both took it different ways. It seems like, uh, you know, Henry Jones Sr. was just, he kind of took to his research more or something.
1: He says that she hid her illness from me or something
2: like that yeah <clears throat> but seemed like he just became a little bit more uh not reclusive, but more stuck in his work, I think is what you're supposed to infer from that,
0: kinda like you know not think about <clears throat> his wife like you know you know yeah dying, something to, I guess. <laughs> just throw it yeah
2: throw yourself into your work, and then you know I guess your son can just grow up and take care of himself. <laughs>
0: And I guess Indiana Jones idolizes the guy that he hated, you know, stealing the artifact since he kind of stole his look. Right. Is it?
2: Yeah. You know, apparently in the early drafts of that movie or whatever, uh, that guy was originally named Abner Ravenwood. What a name. Who was, well, that's Marion's father. Marion's father. Yeah. I didn't and he's like that. I'm looking for Abner. He's got a piece. You know, that's supposed to, I guess that would have bridged that, but they decided not to do that for some reason. But they probably didn't want to set him up as like a kind <laughs> of bad guy. Mm-hmm. Maybe he wasn't a bad guy. Maybe, you know, it's like one of those deals where it's like that, you know, the Donovan got uh fucking Indiana to go look for the thing. They imply that, um
1: they imply that uh Abner Ravenwood was like an intellectual and an archaeologist and the character at the beginning of last Crusade is clearly not those two things he's like a treasure hunter and an adventurer yeah. someone hired him to go dig up this thing he's not he's not a professor of archaeology he's not a professor of antiquity or anything like that
2: no
0: can't you lost kid I and mean, that, and that's how, like, an Indiana Jones talks too. Yeah, like, that, that too. By the way, like, that's how he got his whip.
1: That's how he got his fear of snakes. That's when he got his hat. Like, it all happened in the same day. Sorry, just a capstone. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, silly.
0: One thing I want to bring up: they kind of like throw like this little bit of a red herring to be like oh the guy with the cane is gonna be the villain of this movie and then he just fucking dies (laughs) (laughs) he explodes (laughs) that's always messed with me a lot because that ship sank
1: due to nothing indy did that ship was gonna sink no matter what indy could have not been
2: on that ship at all and the ship could have sank and the cross of coronado would have just been lost forever i i guess like I never could figure out what happened. Like I forgot, and then I watched it this again, and I noticed they had boxes of nitroglycerin on that ship. <laughs> and I'm like, that ship should have blown up a long time ago. What the hell? Yeah. <laughs>
0: and uh, and then uh, I have to say, uh, the Nazis in this movie seemed more prominent than the the first movie.
1: Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, all, all the all the principal characters are Nazis except Donovan, who is kind of worse because he's like, oh, you betrayed your country and now you're a Nazi, you dumb bitch. Because
0: mm-hmm, he was like the friend of uh, the father of Indy and then like, oh my God, he backstabbed us. What a traitor. And uh, <laughs> what would you think of the Hitler scene? I fucking love that scene. I've always loved
1: that scene. It's, it's it's too funny. It makes me laugh every time. I mean, the, the part where Hitler actually signs it makes me laugh every time. Not the part where they're burning books. That's yeah, that's that, not funny.
0: That's...
2: I mean, I laughed at that. I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> fuck literature. Fuck, uh... you know, fuck knowledge. <laughs> Who needs it?
0: What was Indy smiling about? Was he smiling that, ha, I got Hitler's autograph, this will be in museum? Or, ha you know, I just, a famous person kind of signed it. <laughs> I, I, I think
2: it was more like, holy shit, I think I just evaded this ridiculously dangerous scenario. <laughs> like, he like, could have just easily been, like, looked at him, and then maybe somebody there could have been like, hey, that's that guy, you know, <laughs> except in German, and, and then they would have shot him or something.
0: Mm-hmm. Man, this movie doesn't age really well because, like, They have Harrison Ford, like, choking out this bitch (laughs) when he, when you know, after he finds out she's a Nazi. uh... Oh, worse
1: than that is after he finds out their room was tossed in Venice, and she's, like, they get angry or something. They have angry sex. Yeah, she gets angry, and she goes to leave, and he just, like, grabs her and kisses her. Well, that's sexual assault, so.
2: She (laughs) wanted it. She fucking returned the favor. No,
1: she doesn't like
2: fast men. No, she doesn't like arrogant men. Oh, that's right. He doesn't
0: like men. Yeah. <laughs> I laughed at this. He's like, I don't like fast women. And he's like, I don't like arrogant men. Look, man, it was the 30s, man. People didn't have video
2: games and bullshit to distract themselves with.
0: They didn't have... They had,
2: they had wars and archaeology
0: and the opposite sex. And a yo-yo. And, yeah, yo-yo, I guess. <laughs> uh what scenes did you guys like what stood out for you andy
1: i'm thinking i I mean the whole movie is the obvious answer
0: um
1: i don't know the the whole scene with the tank that that's always when i think about this movie that's where my brain goes first is when they're in the desert and uh henry jones senior is in the tank because he tried to save marcus and indy's on horseback and he's got to like fucking fight a tank and then he's on the tank and all the guys are coming for him he shoots three guys with one bullet and I, I don't know that, that whole that whole sequence is just fun.
0: Yeah. Exactly about you.
2: I like um let's see. I like the uh the the scene uh the castle uh sequence there <laughs> like when he first when he first finds uh his dad and stuff and then he like hits him in the head with the vase he's like oh yeah, yeah and he's like he did they do that thing where he's like i'll never forgive myself and then he's like oh well it'll be okay and he's like ah he's like it's all right it's a fake <laughs> he's just like he just gets pissed off at him like my, multiple times my favorite part of that scene is oh i thought you were one of them it's, they used the door dad <laughs> their fucking dialogue together is like hilarious all the time just like, come on, dad. He's like fucking throwing his bag at him. <laughs> dragging him with him and shit. Uh I
0: like I like the part where uh he's like, Oh man, more boats because of that boat scene that they had before before. Yeah. <laughs> he's <laughs> he goes in the boat, turns on the motor, and gets out and takes the the rope off. And then like Sean Connery's like, We're not going in the boat. He's like Yeah, he's like, We're not going in the boat. He's like, come on. <laughs> I just forgot, like, that other part
2: before that, where he, like, they, when they first get, like, spotted by the Nazis in there, that he he just grabs his fucking machine gun and shoots him. And then he's like, look what you just did! <laughs> I can't believe what you just did! He's like, come on!
0: <laughs> Again, with the boat scene, like, first of all, the Nazis can clearly see that there's nobody in the boat, but they get in the boat anyway. Uh, this is more me, like, kind of nitpicking a little bit. If I was Indy and his father, I would have waited a little bit for them to go down the stream. But no, like right off the bat they just fucking get out of the, the box and on a motorcycle. Just why was that why was that motorcycle in a box? They were shipping it. It they had just
2: shipped it. I don't know. <laughs> You're instantly over if you come out of a box, you know that, right? Wrestling joke, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: I kind of had to think about that for a sec. <laughs> but, um, yeah, that castle scene was pretty good, especially when they're tied up by the chimney and, like, the secret door. Our situation has not improved. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> You're fucking spinning around and shit.
0: I think the chemistry between Harrison Ford and Sean Connery is just fucking amazing. What other yeah. movies have they been in? Is is that the only movie? Like together? Um, yeah. yeah
2: weren't they in that were they in the movie about the submarine i can't remember what hunt for out october yeah i thought they crossed paths in like one of those tom clancy movies well
1: now this is confusing um jack ryan is played by harrison ford in clear and present danger but in uh hunt for Red october jack ryan is played by i was hoping i would remember by the end of the sentence but i can't remember
2: <laughs> damn it I could have sworn that they did again, but uh, maybe I was wrong.
0: I have to ask this, or, or or you guys are gonna make me wait on this. Was he in Crystal Skull, Sean Connery? No. 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 No,
2: he's dead. No, and he wouldn't have probably. Well, no, I I don't know. He's
0: he's extremely
1: retired. He's he's gone on record saying many times he's very retired. But then he did like. Voice acting for a super shitty uh, movie in the UK, so I don't know what he's fucking doing
0: anymore. Well, probably because he, he was Alec oh, well, Baldwin.
1: No, he was he was uh, Jack Ryan and Hunt for uh, Red October.
0: Sorry. <laughs> who, who was it? Alec Baldwin. Oh okay.
2: What the fuck?
0: <laughs> so
1: they weren't in that movie together, but characters that they played
2: were.
0: <laughs> Damn it. But I really love the fucking chemistry that, between them. They bounced. I, I'm pretty sure that a lot of improv probably happened between them. Because I love the the beach scene where they're running away from the zombies. Uh, zombies. zombies? The Nazis.
2: <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh, uh, what movie?
0: <laughs> the, the Nazis. I love the
2: part where they're away from the BTS. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the, the the Nazis and. Uh, Indy has no bullets, and he just take the father takes the umbrella, and he just fucking has the geese just go up, and then the plane fucking crashes. They're seagulls. I suddenly remembered my charlemagne. <laughs> I mean, trees
1: and the rocks and the birds in the sky.
0: What do you guys think of Marcus Brody?
1: I he's funny in this movie, but he wasn't a buffoon in Raiders. I always thought it was weird that they like changed his character to being an interesting person that Indy could have expositionary dialogue with,
2: to a buffoon. Though he was pretty straight up until the point where they they split up after Venice.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, it, it sets up that funny joke. Oh, he knows he, he has friends in from in every city and village from here to the Sudan. He knows twelve languages. He knows every custom. He'll blend in. He'll disappear. And then it cuts to him like, "God, oh, does anybody know English?" <laughs> uh, it's funny he does a, he quotes um, Churchill which I don't know when this quote is from so I don't know if it's time appropriate but someone like put something in his face and said oh no water no thank you sir fish make love in it <laughs> I had to rewind to make sure that that's what he said but uh, Winston Churchill famously rejected water at a party he said oh no thanks madam uh, never
0: touch this stuff fish fuck in it <laughs> that's funny <laughs> um I think would have. i mean they still kind of did the comedy in that thing but i think it would have been more funny if like while indy said all that stuff like a, a nazi came in like a peon or whatever a corporal whatever their low person would be and, and had like a letter it'd be like we captured him <laughs> it'd be like that quickly Oh, because <laughs> <laughs> you would have got that you know what you just did harrison ford doing that oh and uh, Sean Connery yelling at him. <laughs> you you brought Brody? <laughs> Poor Marcus.
2: <laughs> you didn't bring the diary back with you, did you? I should have said it to the Marx Brothers.
0: <laughs> oh, the best fucking scene was finding out that the father fucked the same woman he did. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: was the next guy.
0: <laughs> they literally had, like... A minute of staring at each other.
2: <laughs> it's a really awkward moment. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Fucking Indy got sloppy seconds. That's great. Um I really have nothing negative to say. <laughs> How do you? I have negative things. Okay. Oh boy
1: um i when i watched the movie this time i specifically told myself i'm going to find stuff about this movie that i don't like because i fucking love this movie i just wanted because every time you're like oh what don't you guys like about this movie and i'm always like uh, i don't know it's Indiana jones and i love it so uh there's just a couple little things that i don't get about it and i think it's just sloppy screenwriting because they wanted an action sequence to happen
0: mm-hmm. uh, the
1: first one is when they're down in the catacombs and they find the knight. And he's making the rubbing of the shield. Um, the, uh, I can't remember what they're called. That organization that's trying to stop them from getting Brotherhood of the Cruciform Sword. There you go. Yeah, they, uh, <laughs> they they drop some fire in there and try to burn them. And then they come out of the the sewer grate, and it's really funny. He says all Venice for literally the third time in the movie, and they run out of the. Um, library. I, I guess you could assume that Indy infers, "Oh, they're after me. They're running. Someone just tried to kill us." But he's never seen them before, and he doesn't know that they lit that fire. So why does he know to like run and jump on a sh- uh, on a boat and try to have a
2: big chase scene with them? Maybe he had a prior incident in a different country where a bunch of people wearing fezzes were chasing him with guns. I mean, I don't doubt that that's happened. <laughs> But it just, it,
1: I, I guess that, that one's a little weak. Like, you can kind of infer that he's like, oh, they're they're running after me. I guess they're just bad.
0: Yeah, that's that, sto- that storyline, I mean, I guess I'll mark it up as a negative where I was just like, oh, so they are protector of the Holy Grail.
1: I like them. I wish they'd have been in the movie more.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe a little bit more.
1: Um but anyway the uh, the other thing that I don't like and this one I do really dislike and I always have disliked this I hate the scene where he's rescuing his dad in the castle and they get out and um General Vogel has a gun to um what's her face I can't remember her name how terrible is that
2: Schneider Schneider, Schneider. yeah
1: Elsa Schneider and he's like oh put, uh, put down the gun or she dies and behind them uh jones senior is like oh do it! no she's a nazi oh, who cares fucking speak up man he he like barely is oh it, it doesn't matter oh she's okay i doing it she's not fucking oh, andy don't worry she's she's with them she's the bad guy. shoot them both do it but he just like lets it happen oh god damn it that frustrates me so much and it's like they can't that, that, that seems more suspenseful because he gets to find out i know but if henry jones senior knows Fucking speak up. Say say more than just oh he won't
0: <clears throat> Sorry for coughing. Um I'm guessing what they're trying to betray on the screen that Indy's father is clumsy, maybe, and he just Indy was probably like, Oh, my stupid dad, he doesn't know what he's talking about. Well then he should have said something like this.
1: Shut up, dad, or you know, something like that. You know, I'm trying to do something or
0: better i
2: don't know that guy had a fucking gun he could have pointed it at him easily and shot him too yeah
0: Mm -hmm. you know (laughs) here's another nitpicking scene um and i guess you could say the bullet probably went through but you know when you at the end where indy comes out with the the magic water (laughs) and uh say oh yeah the the
1: bullet is just inside henry jones right yeah when i was a kid that bugged me it's like is the bullet still in there or does it magic away it magics away. Yeah, it seems like it would magic away because it's a foreign substance and like it presumably if you had like a disease, if you had like leprosy or something, and you drank from the, the holy grail, it would make the leprosy go away. It would make this disease, this foreign substance go away. So I rationalized with myself that it magic the bullet out of his body,
0: right? Mm-hmm.
2: If, if if Jesus Christ came and touched you to heal you and you had shot you've been shot, do you think the bullet would stay in there?
0: No, of course not. There you go. Yeah. Okay. Then. Yeah. I guess that. saw it. Out of the three paranormal archaeology thing that they find, um, this one I kind of like rolled my eyes a little bit when you see the the Crusader guy just stay in there waiting to battle somebody. And then what happened? He just like, what, he pull his back or something? He's like, I'm going to old for this or something. Dude, it's a big-ass like, fucking sword. Dude,
2: He's like 600 years old, cutting
0: some slack. <laughs> and then he's like, oh, you're not a... I think that was pretty funny. He's like, well, you're not a knight. What is this? And he, like, looks at his clothing and then... He says he's
1: dressed strangely for a mm- knight.
0: Mm-hmm. I don't know. I guess I kind of, like, didn't really care for that, but it was it was good. I Where I would have probably ended it... Um, having not finding the holy grail just because nobody can't because of that organization that prevents it like lights it on fire or something uh i would have ended it pretty much where he beats the nazi guy on the tank <laughs> and they all just walk away home or something like that but
2: Uh i don't know about that
0: <laughs> that scene was funny too like, they all think he's dead, and he just walks up behind them. <laughs> he's just, like, nodding. He's like, yeah, <laughs> I did it. Yeah, it's,
1: it's really far down there. Just... I, I, I like that scene, too. Like, not only is it funny, but I like I like him saying, I never told him anything. It, and then he's like, it would have only taken five minutes. And that line is both really like heartfelt and kind of funny like oh it would only take me five minutes to say everything that i need to say to him and you can take that either oh that's really sweet or is that all okay well all right
0: (laughs) would you would have had would you have sean connery say what he was going to say that would take five minutes or would he just leave the line in there and have him come up behind him and do that? Cause I think I mean, you move on for sure. Oh. I don't, I don't want, I, I like it better the way they,
1: they do it. It's like they, at the, at the end of the movie, they're obviously closer and that's movie magic wise. That's more satisfying than a ham fisted scene where they're like, I'm
0: sorry. I never talked to you, son. I love you, dad. And then they like
1: make out. I don't. I don't want that. <laughs>
0: Um, I know we're jumping around a lot, but the, uh, the, the Zeppelin scene.
1: <laughs> no ticket. <laughs> I still say that, like, it's just an everyday yeah. life,
0: like, is it, is a
2: thing. Did you know they wore no pants in the, that, all those scenes in the Zeppelin there? Huh? Yeah. Apparently that was like, you know, that, the whole interior of the Zeppelin was like a set or something, but for some reason it was like really hot. And then Sean Carter was just like, this is really uncomfortable. Can I not wear pants? And they're just like, yes. (laughs) Okay. And then I guess Harrison Ford goes, can I do that too? Sure. (laughs) So both of them just opted to not wear pants. Awesome.
0: I thought thought he looked weird when... Yeah,
2: like if you notice all the shots are kind of like above their waist. Yeah, when they're talking. Yeah. Yeah.
0: The last time we shared
1: a quiet drink like this, I had a milkshake or whatever.
2: Yeah.
0: (laughs) And that's another thing that bothered me. Like, these guys were fugitives, and I and I know it's in like the 1930s, and you know they didn't have like fucking news station and Twitter and all that stuff. But, uh, but wouldn't you think the Nazis would have more of like military pr- presence in Berlin? No, he,
1: he explains that away. He
0: says I thought it would take them longer to realize their radio was broken. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, I guess he I Fuck the radio out. up. My <laughs> brother. God damn it, Andy. You got to be smart about this. You can't go in there fucking uh traveling thing. They would eventually find out, right? Which they, they did. Do. Which they did.
2: <laughs> and then he threw that guy out a window. That's, that's okay. He knows how to fly. Lands? No. But fly? Sure.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs>
2: <laughs> or he shoots the fucking tail rotor of the plane? <laughs> More or less. He's like, I'm sorry, son. They got us. They got it's us. like, it's like he takes like about 10 seconds to come up with some kind of excuse for, <laughs> to get him out of it. He shot the plane.
0: <laughs> well, he doesn't admit it, right? He just goes, yeah, they, they hit us. He, yeah.
2: He just, he came. He, he had, it's like, I just like that. Cause he had to think of a lie for like a few seconds. Uh. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, I mean, I don't know what else to say. I... The only thing I could say uh, is I really enjoyed it more than the other two. Uh, It's really neck and neck for me with Last Crusade and uh, Raiders, but I have to put an edge on Last Crusade because from beginning to end, my eyes were just glued to the screen, and I just loved the chemistry between uh, Sean Connery and Harrison Ford. Um, I know the... uh, Chemistry was really, really good for, um, you know, what the fuck was it? a short, short round? I almost said short boy. Short boy. <laughs> short boy. I, I thought that was pretty good, but I have to give the edge on me last year. Say I'm putting it at number one, and honestly, I do recommend it. Zach, what about you? Where, where do you place it?
2: Uh two. It's gonna go to.
0: So you got Raiders, um, Last Crusade, and then Temple of Doom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was watching you, Andy, on, on Google Doc, and I thought you were going to put like Last Crusade and Temple of Doom like in the number two sp- slot. I'd- I started to do that. Honestly, I, I have a really hard time...
1: I have flip-flopped over the last five or so years constantly about which one I like more, Temple of Doom or Last Crusade. And it was Temple of Doom. And I was about to put uh, Temple of Doom number two, Last Crusade also at number two. I was just going to have them tied until we argued it out on the last thing. But mm-hmm. um, I think Temple of Doom has a tighter script, but Last Crusade is more fun because it has better su- a better supporting cast. And like I said, I do like the supporting cast in temple of doom but i think the supporting cast in last crusade is better and also they get to be in more locations in last crusade like it's slightly more thrilling it's the script isn't as tight like i said there's a couple little things that are like i don't know why that happened but it led to this fun chase scene so okay whatever i'll i'll let it slide so last crusade i mean i'm talking like fractions of a
0: point beats out temple of doom for me Okay. Yes,
2: same here. It's it's just a little better than Temple of Doom to me.
0: Yeah, we all have... Actually, you and Andy are similar. I'm the only different one. <laughs> so, I guess we're going well,
1: have... to... I have a feeling. I know exactly where we're going to go from here next week. But, who yeah. knows? Maybe you'll see fucking Crystal Skull, and it's going to blow your goddamn mind open. I don't know.
0: I don't know about that. I've I've heard things... So, yeah, and I'm guessing we're all recommending this movie. It's Indiana Jones.
2: Oh, yeah, duh, of course. <laughs> yeah. You can recommend all three of the old movies easily.
0: Mm-hmm. We'll see what happens on the uh, next movie, which is going to be Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, which is a fucking mouthful of a title. Russians. <laughs> I hate these guys. Just Russians. Just Russians. He needs to say, oh, I, hate I hate
1: these
2: Russians guys. Anymore. He can't do he doesn't hate. It. He's a <laughs> beast now. <laughs> all, all all of the hate in his heart is gone after Last Crusade. He's too old. <laughs> He's too tired to hate.
0: I can't believe they're they're thinking about it. I don't even know if it's still happening, but the other new uh Indiana Jones that if it ever gets made so production it. somewhere, Where? it's out there. Man, Harrison Ford is too old for the shit. They just CG
2: them. Just do the, the Tarkin thing and just, I don't know. No, don't do that. Don't hunt Candy Valley
1: and Jones. Please,
2: please do it. Please do it.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, so remember, guys, to watch uh, Crystal Skull and then come back here and then we'll talk about it.
1: Don't buy it. It's on Netflix. Just try watch it if you have Netflix. And if you don't, then, I don't know, maybe don't watch it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and just listen to us spoiling it
1: honestly we've watched worse movies than uh right we'll save it for next week we'll save it for next week i i do have a bit of a diatribe
0: about like this movie sucks but etc etc
1: but we'll we'll get there we'll get there next week
0: okay yeah all right let's get into some uh side news i don't know sometimes we call it news to matter to us but just just you know quickly. sometimes it doesn't
1: matter to anyone yeah.
0: <laughs> Uh, let's start off with Zach's snippets that I wrote down here. What are the snippets that you want to talk about?
1: Are you, are you starting a sewing circle? Is this, are we sponsored by Joanne
2: Fabrics? Is that what this is? No. Oh. Sorry. Sorry I got your hopes up. (laughs) I wanted the (laughs) quilts. You little scamps are worse than a sewing circle. (laughs) (laughs) But no, um, I saw just a bunch of little interesting stories that cropped up from last week in terms of movies, uh, and i got I got one note a video game note, which I can get out of the way right now because I don't have anything else to say. Shinmu three finally came out today. what, what did Shin three oh. it it finally happened.
1: I feel like it's getting overshadowed by all these bigger releases, but we must remember
2: Shinmu is here, yeah. Whatever that means. I don't even know what that means. (laughs) Uh, I I hope he finds out where those singlers hang out. Me too. Uh, Let's see. Joker is about to make a billion dollars. Oh, it did. I thought. Yeah, it might have crossed over at this point because I wrote that note like several days ago at this point.
1: It crossed a billion dollars. It's it's made the most money of any rated R movie ever, and it hasn't come out in China yet.
2: I was going to say that, too. That's the that's probably the most interesting thing to note, is that this movie did not get a China release. So, like, that's, I don't know, that's really interesting to me, because a lot of these movies that make all that fucking money, usually it's, it's like, like, like Avengers and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And this didn't, and it still made that much money. Yeah. So, I don't know, that's, I guess that says something really good about that movie. Plus, it was R-rated and did all that.
1: Yeah, yeah, that, that movie is interesting not just for the subject matter, but for stuff like this.
2: Yeah, and it had a small budget for a, like nowadays. It's a small budget. Yeah, I mean, for the
1: money it has made, it's it's a success. So, I mean, I don't want to think about Joker two,
0: but no, please, no. You gotta.
1: You gotta it's got to be someone somewhere in a boardroom at Warner Brothers is having that conversation. Or has they?
2: Hate- I don't know. Uh, everybody's so down about that idea. I don't know why. If it's like the same guys doing it, and it seems like they kind of want to do
1: it. Yeah, if it's the same people doing it, that's fine. But I still like my idea of doing it like an anthology. Do it about someone else, but with the same tone and um, The same seriousness yeah. paid to the subject matter. That's it's what they just should.
2: Because it would rectify the whole. Like the only issue, I guess, I really would have had that, with that movie was. Him being Joker, he wasn't in it long enough in that state. Yeah, (laughs) that's true. I mean, so a sequel would wreck. If I if it was just one two, and and, you know it's just as good, I'd be fine. No more, we can stop there. Let's not be overindulgent, as Christian Bale just said recently. (laughs) (laughs) Like he just revealed, like they were planning to do a fourth Batman movie with him, and he's like, "No, I don't want to do it." (laughs) He just said no. (laughs) <laughs> what would it have been about? after I don't, did the third one. I don't fucking know. You can't even do like the whole Dark Knight Returns territory because arguably they kind of did that in the third movie. Yes, it's true. He wasn't oh, no. old, but still, yeah,
1: I don't, it's it's fine though. Sure, whatever. Uh, you got more snippets?
2: would you sh- have more snippets? <laughs> uh, no, you guys don't have any other comments about Joker though.
0: Um, I just if they do a Joker too, I want to just see him be you know. Full on Joker, obviously, but I do not want a three, a four, or a five, or a six. No,
2: I just want one more because I, I I really liked what happened. I do want a little more, but just not you know fucking rape me with it, you know. Fine, <laughs> they can make another one, but the 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 the
1: centerpiece of the story has to be Jokerfish.
2: Jokerfish, mm-hmm. <laughs> please. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's been all this. Uh, it seems like that whole deal with Justice League, Zack Snyder cut came up again.
0: Yeah, like,
1: now, like, the actors are tweeting it or some shit. Yeah, now
2: it seems like all the actors are in on it. Like, they're
1: supporting it. It's because it's a meme. It's because it got them press. I guess, but I
2: don't know. I mean, if
1: there is a Snyder Cut, just fucking release it at this point. Why not? Oh, sorry,
2: my dog dog bumped the mic. I didn't hear it. But Warner Brothers, I think, still said no, which is, like, weird. is, Is there a completed cut? Like, I thought the whole
1: reason they brought in Joss Whedon was we don't have a coherent movie yet, but Snyder has to leave,
2: right? It's...
1: I don't know. Like,
2: I, 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 like it, if there is a cut, release it. Make a bunch of Blu-ray dollars. Yeah, make some more money. But I don't know. Would you want to see the Zack Snyder cut? I didn't see the original cut. I've never seen that movie. It's not as bad as everybody makes it out to be, but Yeah, I mean, I'd watch it.
0: If someone was like, hey, I have the Justice League. Do you want to watch it? I'd say, yeah. i never seen the Justice League, so... <clears throat>
2: I don't know. I I feel like people overblow like how those early DC movies are. Like how oh, it's so awful. Like yeah, oh people guys. really like to to beat that horse. Like all the DC, and I've done it on this show. I've talked about
1: how I, I don't like the DC movies, and I, I haven't been watching. Them. I haven't been watching the good ones. I didn't see wonder woman either which i don't know maybe makes me like an evil sexist or something but you hate women and you don't like people i hate women and i hate when they're empowered in (laughs) in the role of a protagonist i don't this is a joke but (laughs) it's i think it's just like a general fatigue with comic book movies it's not dc's fault like uh as far as comics go i think dc has like, if you take the best DC stories and the best Marvel stories, I think the DC stuff's better.
2: I agree with that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And it's the- just, movie-wise, they're doing two completely different things.
0: And the yeah. best villain. Usually.
1: Yeah. Yeah, the um, uh, reverse Flash is great. You're right. <laughs> I was trying to remember the guy with the fucking ice gun, but I couldn't remember his name. Captain Cold. Captain <laughs> Cold. That, I was going to say King Cold. And I was like, that's not it. Mr. Freeze had an ice gun
2: too, though. I know, but he's actually cool. I was trying to think of something. cool. cool. <laughs> um, let's see. The other snippet is the Sonic the Hedgehog trailer slash remake release. Could, did you guys see it? We talked about it last week, didn't we? Did
0: yeah, we oh did. yeah! Oh <laughs> fuck!
2: Yeah, sorry. I finally—I didn't watch. Well, yeah, I did watch the trailer. My brother showed it to me, but I was like, "Holy fuck! He looks way better." Yeah, it, it, like it's an improvement. Uh,
1: I've been seeing a lot of fun stuff on Reddit where people are like, "Well, we gotta go see it. We we, gotta, we have to show. Okay, you listen to us. If you listen to us, good things will happen. Because if the movie comes out and it bombs, it's going to show every mo- major movie studio to not
2: listen to the internet." You know, there's fucking people that actually, like, this sets a bad precedent and shit. Fuck them. I know, fuck them, seriously. <laughs> like, I mean, why, how could you fucking
1: say that? I It does, it does bring back, I've been thinking about this a lot. It does bring back, I remember when I went to go see X-Men 3, and there were like a couple things in it that made me think about the internet. Like, I'm the juggernaut bitch, they stole that from the internet. <laughs> and,
2: man, that movie was awful so, well okay that was then. not the fucking worst thing about that movie by far no no, 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 no. <laughs> it had way uh, bigger problems with stealing like a one-liner meme from the internet yeah totally it's just you know it,
1: that it puts that in my mind yeah and when i'm thinking about x-men 3 it's hard to think about good movies but i don't know i'm i'm gonna see it like i said i, I uh, i'm too excited about uh jim
2: carrey fucking i could chew at all the scenery as robotic that's too great yeah <laughs> um yeah, that's all I got then. I, sorry, I brought up the one from last week. I guess I just I was so disengaged with the idea of it until I actually saw it. Kind of,
0: kind of <laughs> to add on your Sonic thing. Apparently, they changed the sneakers and the socks that he was wearing. So yeah,
2: it's a little different. That's okay though. I mean, honestly, the the version that they came up with, I kind of thought that it was kind of like really a a marriage of his classic look with the modern one that they always tried to push.
1: Yeah, they didn't want to do exactly the classic one. Uh, Yuji Naka, he tweeted about it, and he said he really likes it, but he still wishes the eyes were joined. And, man, I really hate to disagree with the fucking creator of
2: Sonic, but no, don't do that. Don't join his eyes. It looks dumb. Nah, <laughs> he looks he looks fine. I, I actually kind of really like that design, though, like what they came up with. Yeah, it looks fine. I like it. Um...
0: Kind of quickly talking about Google Stadia. If you haven't noticed, guys, it launched and <laughs> did it. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> I did not know. I had zero idea that Google Stadia had come out.
2: <laughs> I thought it was further off still. I yeah, I didn't know it I launched. I thought
1: it was coming out like next fucking year or something.
2: And then I, I kept hearing everybody was bitching about it too.
1: Yeah, in, in, uh, in some of my subscriptions on YouTube, there were videos about the Google Stadium recently,
2: and I didn't put together that it had come out.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I'm not fucking surprised. I don't know why, like, they've tried this kind of model multiple times and it fails every fucking time.
1: Yeah, I mean, eventually it's gonna it's gonna stick. This this all digital thing, it will be somewhere in the future. But uh, Google Stage's like launch lineup was pathetic-ish. I mean, it had there were some good games in there, I guess. But and I just uh, I don't know if it's time yet. And it's gonna have a bunch of competition, and all the other competition is gonna be equally lackluster as far as I can tell.
0: So I got. The I list think, here I in, think the in a world.
1: generation or so. Something like this is going to come out and it's going to stick, and it might even be the Stadia; it'll just hang in there or something. But it's no. no. I, I,
0: I got the, I, I got the launch uh, titles here: uh, Assassin's yeah. Creed Odyssey, Odyssey. Guild, yeah. Just Dance 2020, Ken, okay. Mortal Kombat 11, Red Dead Redemption 2, mm. Samurai Showdown, Thumper, uh, Shadow of the Tomb Raider, Rise of the Tomb Raider, all the Tomb Raiders. <laughs> yeah, the Tomb Raiders, yeah, sure. Final Fantasy 15 grid, farming simulator 19, uh, Metro Exodus trials rising, rage two, and you guys see that they're all third party. so
1: I mean, of course they are. Uh, they're all stuff I can play elsewhere and currently do, but that just reminds me I'm not the target audience for Google Stadia, so I don't know.
2: I don't know if my criticism is even valid. I think that's a valid criticism. Especially that the fact that they have old games on there, like like current currently speaking, Tomb, Tomb Raider and Rise of the Tomb Raider are old fucking games now. Mm. Why, why are they prominently featured in the launch of this fucking new platform? Yeah. And why did they not invest any fucking money in any kind of first party anything? They got, they got a couple companies to throw in with them and square enix was one
1: of them square brought uh final fantasy 15 and tomb raider to the table so i guess they were trying oh and days x right
0: Mm -hmm. yeah
1: so they're trying to be oh look square is behind us and everyone's like oh yeah square yeah
0: yeah and it's funny (laughs) seeing people going oh man i forgot i pre-ordered this And, you know, magically seeing it a package at their door, and it's Google well, how, how does it
1: work? Does it work as advertised? Like, I know that cloud computing is getting, like, more and more powerful. Is it time for this? Does it work fine?
0: Um, I've heard different stories. i heard people that have said it was fine. Um, that was pretty much old game journalists that probably have a T1 connection and everything. But people mm. people that have regular internet says that there is a lot of input lag. So Lame. So I... I Maybe in the future when this becomes prominent, and so only only coastal elites can play Google Stadia, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> this is coming, but I, I'm not interested. <laughs> um, yeah, that's all I had to talk about. Was uh, yeah, it, it launched and nobody cared. Uh, moving on to another thing that probably nobody's going to care except Andy because Andy likes VR. Um, is hey guys, Half Life is coming out, but not Episode Three. <laughs> Boo! When? When?
2: When? Nah. Who cares? They nah. want it too. The game. God damn it! You want it too? Don't fucking pretend you don't. Of course I do. But they're gonna
1: wait until technology meets talent and a bunch of other buzzwords and blah blah blah. We're not gonna do it. <laughs>
0: It's gonna be like the Duke Nukem, and it, where it finally launches, and people are gonna say it sucks.
2: No, the no the difference there is they were actually see the guys at 3D Realms were actually working on a game. Half Life Three, and I, I'm sure behind closed doors there's like a
1: pre-development. They're doing art and story assets or something, but I don't know. This is fine though. Um, uh, it, it, it's still based on Half Life. It's called Half Life Alex, so it's about her. I don't know if it's Pre prequel probably or something. A dog is in it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm excited because I like the R, But um, Dollars to Donuts is going to require the Oculus because it's going to be on Steam, which I don't have. I got a PSVR, and there's a roundabout way you can hook your PSVR up to Steam. I'll probably do it just to play this game because Half Life is like my one of my favorite game franchises of all time. Like the original Half Life taught me to love PC gaming pretty much single handedly. And then Half-Life 2 was just, it's still one of my favorite games of all time. So I'm excited for this because I love VR and I love Half-Life. But a lot of people are like, you know, oh, fart, I don't want this. It's VR. It's not Half-Life 3, blah, blah, blah. Like, Valve is developing a game. I'm excited just based on that, really. Mm
0: -hmm. Zach, what were you saying? Uh, Andy, before you kind of did cut out a little bit, but we got the gist of what you were saying. You cut off a little bit of what Zach was saying, but what were you saying before, Zach? Oh, because you said it would be
2: like, uh, it'd be like Duke Nukem Forever, like Half Life Three.
0: Yeah. And I
2: was just saying, well, you know the difference there is, 3D Realms was actually working on a game the whole time.
0: <laughs> it's just, it's just they kept changing it over time. Good point. I mean, I'm a little bit on both sides. I'm, I'm more of, hey, that's you know pretty cool that uh Valve is doing a 3D and 3 d Jesus Christ a VR game and you know I'm also on the side where it's just it's kind of ballsy doing that being like hey guys we're we're making a half-life game but not the one you guys were waiting for
2: I'm not really you know I'm not really like a huge half-life fan either mm. I just I just did that bit to be fucking entertaining or something <laughs> <laughs> but but like Honestly, I feel like that's just what everybody wants, and it's just like they've gone so many years without giving it to them at all, and I I can't figure that out. Zach is being a heel. I'm not being a heel. I mean, I just explained, you know, it's like I was a heel, and then we went to the documentary where I explained why I did what I did, like, behind the scenes. Oh, you broke
0: kayfabe. No. (laughs) I broke kayfabe. I'm retired now, so I can say all this shit. Make sure you watch getting Some Color with me and Zach and we talk about wrestling. Move back to big big trouble. Um, Yeah, so they don't really go into it. There's another VR game that they announced too. Not Valve, but it was linked in to this VR stuff. Oh, no, it's just what Andy said. It's Steam VR, so Oculus and all that stuff. That's the thing I was looking at. All right, guys. You know, uh, around December, January-ish, you know they have these things called the Video Game Awards. And uh, uh, no, well, Jeff Keighley is the host, and uh, he's he's been doing an okay job. I usually just watch it for the game trailers and all that stuff. I don't really. I mean like
1: that. Dorito a lot, but I do not care
2: for the Game Awards. You,
0: you know? mean Dorito Pope? Yes, Dorito,
2: yeah, Dorito Pope's great. <laughs> I'll never forget that. Hey, was he the Ludens fan in like the the first area in Death Stranding? Was that him? Yes. I know he's in the game. Because it looks a lot like him, but it's not like exact. Like, so I wasn't real sure.
0: He's in the game. I just don't know where.
2: I felt like that was him. It was like a guy that looked an awful lot like him. And I was like, I guess it's Jeff Keighley.
0: (laughs) So the nominees came out and I don't really care about any other nominees besides game of the year. And I have to say, it's pretty weak, even though there's one game that I like. Well, me and Zach are going to like. Um, but I'll, I'll name them here. So you got Control, which was, Control is a, a game of the year nominee. Well, was it was
2: kind of fun, but I haven't played it. Like, I don't know. I heard it had a bunch of problems on, like, PS4, like, base PS4 and stuff.
0: I heard... oh,
2: I missed this
1: game. I forgot about that.
0: Yeah, I heard good things and bad things about the game. But, uh, oh, it's out... not win. okay, whatever. The Outer Worlds is in it. And oh, I'm... okay,
1: yeah, I think, yeah, I I've... think that game's
0: good. Yeah, I've, yeah. Heard, I've heard good things about that. Sekiro Shadows Die Twice, sure. Um, yeah. our favorite, me and Zach's favorite, Resident Evil 2. Yeah, um, Dead Stranding's in it, fair enough. I mean, uh, it won't win, but okay, is Devil uh, May Cry 5 in it? No. They snubbed yeah. it? Yeah. And you ready for the final nominee? This is going to piss me off, isn't it? Super Smash Brothers Ultimate.
2: Well. well it did
0: come out. Oh, it came out in December. That's right. Yes. Oh, yeah. Fair, fair enough. I mean, yeah, I get it. So Super Smash is going to win.
2: <sighs> okay. Why did Sekiro get on I that really list and not devil Me Cry for I fine? don't care.
0: I don't understand that. Do you guys think
1: this is a weak nominees? I I can't think of anything better off the top of my head.
2: I don't really... Like, in terms of the rest of the year for gaming, like, I don't really think it was that strong of a year. Nah. Uh, Like... I I think this generation is, like, on
1: the last... We're in the last act of this generation. Yeah. usually, we're going to see a bunch of games that are, like really putting the hardware to the test but we're not gonna see a bunch of a stuff come out we're not gonna see i don't i don't know how i'm how i'm trying to say it but we're not gonna see like nothing's gonna to move
0: the earth beneath us or anything
1: didn't red dead redemption 2 come out this year i was gonna say that too but i think it just barely missed the cutoff didn't it
0: i believe so didn't it come out I mean, if
1: not then that's what i was gonna say is all red dead's gonna be in there why the fuck it yeah
0: I think Red Dead was last year. Didn't it come out in October? I thought it did, yeah. I, I thought it was, like,
2: in the spring of this year, but I don't, I could be wrong because I totally didn't care about that game.
0: Yeah, I don't, I don't Shocking. Know. I'd be really shocked if Resident Evil 2 wins Game of the Year.
2: I don't think it's going to, no, like,
0: I th- honestly. It's either going to be Outer Worlds or Super Smash Brothers. I don't see Sekiro because, you know, you had those people that go, eh, mm, it's too it's too hard, I can't win, and all that stuff. Well,
1: it, it depends on, and this is why, I can't believe we're going to fucking discuss Game Awards. I hate Game Awards shows. Um, I, Honestly, I hate Movie Awards shows. But it's like, what are... um By what standards do you judge the game of the year? Is it the game that the most people enjoyed? Is it the game that, like advanced gaming as a whole the most is it the game with the most artistic merit other directions. yeah like if it's the game that the most people enjoyed i think statistically it would be smash brothers but if it was the game that like advanced gaming in a most drastic way smash brothers is like the furthest from that mm-hmm. if it's a game that has the most artistic merit then Again, I don't think it's Smash Brothers. That coming from someone who fucking loves Smash Brothers. 100% of the story. love Smash Brothers, but it's not those two things.
0: Like I said, I think Outer Worlds is going to win it. And when I think of a game that is a game of the year, it has to be dynamic where all those things that you just said has a little bit of everything. Yeah, sure. Um, Because if it just had one thing, then that's when they get nominated for the other categories. Where it's like, oh, Super Smash Brothers is like the best fighting game or music or something like that. And Resident Evil 2 would be like the best horror game. Yeah, Uh, easily. (laughs) (laughs) But, um... So far I've heard a lot of good things about The Outer Worlds where the negatives are just nitpicks, almost. And, like... Sekiro has a good art, but a lot of people, um, the difficulty gets in the way. Uh, Dead Stranding, you might have people polarized because of it's a walking simulator versus, you know, I really like you know exploring this world. And Control, all I heard was it's a female protagonist who has superpowers, and there's a story heavy, heavy story driven so i
2: heard the gameplay it like the power stuff was like pretty unique but i i haven't been able to play it so i don't know i was gonna try it because it sounded interesting
0: mm-hmm. but yeah <laughs> just somebody put in the tweet no sonic forces that should win <laughs> me here. No. I'm, I'm looking at the all the comments on this tweet and it's actually
1: really interesting because i'm seeing people who are like why is death stranding here the game is rated better blah what's blah, blah, because of kojima and it brings up a good point i mean it's metacritic and fuck metacritic but user score 5.9 eh. but then there's people that are like uh the game of the generation deserves a death stranding poster so i mean people are all over the place on this mm-hmm. it's pretty funny um uh, uh i don't it's it's dumb. It's dumb. Uh, war shows are dumb. It's just so the industry can fucking suck itself off, and that's fine. We're gonna see a bunch of cool game trailers, and there's always some nice moments, like uh, the the three directors of each company being on stage at the same time, and um, Jeff Kelly calling out uh, Konami for being assholes over Kojima being there and stuff like that. Like the the thing is not without merit, but. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's make our own award
2: show and make it better.
0: <laughs> we kinda did in the past for our shows. where uh we did gaming and movies and stuff and then, then me and Andy were like, We don't watch a lot of new movies.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I can't do it because I don't like I don't have a budget to buy and watch everything that comes out throughout the year, so
0: <laughs> Maybe down the road we'll do something creative where it just involves all the shit we've been doing in the show. So, this is creative.
1: We're making a podcast,
0: yeah, radio best narrative
2: that's a that's a category. <laughs> yeah, that's always been a category.
0: best narrative goes to Andy best mobile, who cares? <laughs> who fucking cares about that shit? best direction eh, fair Why isn't goose game in the game of the year? assholes
2: fucking idiots
1: (laughs) well the nominees for fresh indie developer uh house house for untitled goose game they should win
0: Mm
1: -hmm. uh well uh uh, no yeah i I, i'm gonna stand by that never
2: mind is team 17 on there
1: uh no they're not fresh Uh, uh, they've been around for like 30 years i you're full shit
0: All right, well, is there any, anything else you guys want to talk about in the news area of this podcast? Nah,
1: not really. I think you, you hit anything I would have wanted to talk about.
0: Okay, the um, last thing I want to talk about is if you were on Twitch or Mixer, <laughs> I changed my name for like the fifth million time, and uh, it's going to stay Dubs 35 because I want to stream some... You know gaming on the weekend since I have weekends off now uh, probably gonna be streaming on Saturday and Sunday at 9 a.m. Eastern Time and you know you might see me play the Outer Worlds because I have the game pass so keep an eye out on that uh, I don't know what else housekeeping oh yeah make sure you go uh, to novnetwork.podbean.com and you can catch all our podcasts, like Big Trouble Little Podcast, and get in some color. Uh, Brother, yeah, we're we, we i am thinking we're gonna be having a special one soon. Well, next month I should say, um, the Into the Fire pay per view for NWA. So keep an eye out on that. And soon, hopefully, when we all finish Death Stranding, we will uh be on there talking about. Everything we hate about it, everything we love about it, you know, we're gonna we're gonna go deep into. I'm never gonna beat it. I'm just gonna farm mules, (laughs) just fucking collect uh, chiral crystals and all that shit. And we're also on Spotify and uh, Apple iTunes or podcast, whatever it's called. Uh, Make sure you type in "No Nerd of View Network," and we're on there. But I I think we'll end episode 85. Make sure you watch um, Crystal Skull, you know, the Indiana Jones movie, the last one, and then come back here. So until next time, everybody, have a good day. Thanks for listening. Play Fate of Atlantis.